It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today, I want to talk about the hellscape that is technical diagramming, right? Everybody's nodding their heads right now. Uh huh. And there is a potential solution that I want to share. There was one name that several people brought up. I did some digging, and it's kind of nuts how much this program Miro has for developers. I have to share this. It could potentially be a game changer for you. So my favorite part about Miro is that half the work is already done. Like right now, typically we spend hours starting diagrams from scratch, right? Gathering information, you get buy-in from every team. Uh, you know, following up, that's a lot of work to do. But Miro has a full set of integrations with the tools you're probably already using. And they also offer open APIs and SDKs for custom solutions for all those niche diagramming use cases we have to do, right? So the end result is the same, but it doesn't take forever. It's a massive, massive time saver. I'm transforming basic flowcharts and network architectures, and it all lives in one place. So are you using Miro? Have you used it? I want to hear. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. You can download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. And you can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nada the Scribe. Real quickly, I have a bone to pick with you, Nada, before we jump into any of the game last night or any of the trade discussion that we're going to have later on in the show. Did you really put out there on Twitter that I was upbeat about the Charlotte Hornets and LaMelo Ball's wrist season ending injury? Is that what you accused me of? Yes, being I did. I did pod? accuse that. I did accuse you. Upbeat? Yes, upbeat. You again, you know what? Upbeat might have been a little bit too, uh, a little bit of hyperbole. I, po- I might slightly. No, I don't apologize for anything. Who, who am I kidding? <laughs> Who am I kidding? I, I don't know who you're kidding. I, I think you're kidding people on Twitter by saying that I was upbeat about all of this. I just didn't want to sell everything on the team because of his injury. And that makes me upbeat. You must think Eeyore is just skipping around in life. Nah. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I wasn't happy that LaMelo Ball was out by any stretch of the imagination. I will say this. It is nice to see that the Charlotte Hornets were able to bounce back with a win yesterday Mm -hmm. against the Spurs. 100 to 97. They take care of San Antonio. They stop a three-game losing streak, and they're able to at least uh, stop any more potential bad news from coming on the horizon because, man, it was was a really bad week for the Hornets. Three games that they lost to Denver and to both of the LA squads. They were all ass kickings. 
And on top of that, in that Clippers game, as we've mentioned a million times now, you lose maybe what has been your best player on the season and certainly one of your better players on the season. Uh, That's a bad week. You weren't even in contention in any of those three games, except for maybe the Lakers, and that might have been faux contention at the end just because LeBron James was never going to let them come back fully and win Mm -hmm. that one. So it it was the other teams won handily and you lose LaMelo ball. It's an awful week, but at least you go to San Antonio and you get this win and it's Terry Rozier being clutch again. It's something you expect at this point. Uh, You you can't be surprised anymore. This is just what Terry does. He adds 24 points total last night to this victory against the Spurs. And I think a player, a lot of us were expecting to step up too. it's Gordon Hayward. He scored 27 and he had some moments hitting some free throws as well in the fourth quarter to help them get over the hump. Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, you're going to have to have those guys continue to score and shoulder some of the load with LaMelo Ball being out. And they did that as the game went on last night. And you know what? James Borrego brought it up. It's not like they even shot the ball well. They only shot 42% and they were still able to win in what you call the rock fight before we got on. It was a rock fight. Good it was for sure. Good win. Good win for the Hornets last night. A much needed one because of the losing streak and because of the awful news you got with one of your stars. No, it players. was it was a it was a good bounce back game. And it just was honestly, it was a palate cleanser. And this team, if they're if they do nothing, if they're consistent in nothing, they beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, provided they have the right amount of guys. As long as they have about eight, nine guys. They can beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. They were supposed to beat the Spurs team the last time in Charlotte. The only thing that stopped them from from that not happening was the fact that they had just eight guys. So I am very, very pleased with this rock fight. Granted, that third quarter got very, very dicey at points, considering that they scored like three field goals up until Gordon Hayward just went psychotic in the third. And then Terry Rozier took over in the fourth, and that's going to have to be the formula. If anything, we figured out the formula for this team at this point. It's going to have to be Gordon early, Terry late, or Terry late, Gordon early, early. Something along the lines of that. Like, that is, um, I, 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 like, I kind of like that formula, though. It kind of works. And as long as it works and it beats the teams you're supposed to beat, I guess they're going to be in the play-in, you know? Yeah, and and we'll see. You know, it, I mean, I heard Kevin Pelton talking about the Charlotte Hornets. He did a really good write-up on ESPN about what to expect from the Charlotte Hornets after LaMelo Ball's injury, and I listened to him on the Low Post podcast just yesterday discussing LaMelo Ball's injury and maybe what we can expect from the Charlotte Hornets. We can get to the trade discussion coming up in the next segment, but... You know, he he has he he, in that piece, right? Mm -hmm. He mentioned that when you have Graham and Rogier out there on the floor, their net rating is about the same. We've talked about this, too. If you could afford an injury to any position group, then the backcourt was one of those positions. Look, losing LaMelo is awful. It hurts. It does not make you better. It really hurts your basketball team. But. You have ball handlers there. You do have a Malik you can rely on. We know the depth there that they do have, at least to some degree. And 
it's going to help the Charlotte Hornets to have a Devonte on the roster right now to have a Terry on the roster and both of those guys need to step up you look at the box score from last night I think PJ is a guy I, I would like to see step up and it wasn't a good shooting night for him only one of six from three four of 14 from the field but did have some good defense uh, defensive plays did have five assists and grabbed 13 boards which was big for the Charlotte Hornets team uh, Devonte Graham he started of course which I think all of us would have expected he goes three of six all from the three-point line last night only four assists so nine points we'll see what happens with him and Malik Monk I think another guy you would want to step up not the greatest shooting night for him either five of 15 only one of six from three-point land and uh, three assists one turnover 11 points so even with a few guys not necessarily stepping up outside of Gordon Hayward and Terry mm-hmm. Rozier um, still able to to get the dub in San like Antonio. here's the thing like I appreciate Miles Bridges last night for getting going in the, that, that third quarter because I think he did well. PJ had a great night. I do think that his night, if he's going to be a solid, because the one big thing I think was that you saw when it was that small ball lineup of PJ, Miles, throw in your wings there, and Terry. Like, they were one of those teams that was able to switch one through five, and it disrupted them. To It disrupted the Spurs to the point where you saw lineups where DeRozan was the four or the five and Rudy or Rudy Gay was the four and the five. And when you have that kind of disruption and you take Jakob Podol out of the game completely, I think that's one of those, like that's really one of those things that really makes that lineup really, really dangerous. And that only happens if you're going to get that kind of participation from Miles Bridges, from PJ Washington. And also like, Maybe it's just me. I thought Devontae was just there last night. Like, granted, those three threes were big. But outside of that, he was kind of blah. You know what I mean? Like, he was yeah, he was there. I, I mean. And if for someone that is trying to make an impact on the free agent market, there are too many of those games, especially recently, where Devontae is just there. And, I like, that's not necessarily a good thing for him. Yeah, and I want to talk a little bit more about Devontae, especially when it comes to this trade discussion um, with a uh, maybe a potential guy that the Hornets could go after. And real quickly with PJ, you mentioned just defensively because the shooting numbers, they would suggest that it wasn't very good offensively. In fact, the last two games have not been good shooting wise for PJ. But look at the blocks that he's accumulated over the last three games. He's accumulated eight total in the last three games. He uh, had four against the Lakers. He had two against the Clippers and he had two against the Spurs for the entire month of March. He's averaging 1.6 blocks per game. And this is something Kevin Pelton mentioned on that podcast with Zach Lowe that when PJ Washington plays the five, that lineup has been good Uh when he plays that position. I, you know, Bismack played over 20 minutes last night. They can't go to Cody Zeller because he's out with that shoulder bursitis. So they had to lean on Bismack a little bit more. And, you know, I, I wonder if you know, Biz went four or five and he was the leading scorer for the Hornets, I think. At, at, some the, point. at the beginning um, of the, the game. Yeah, at the beginning of the game, uh, Biz was uh, was actually leading the team in scoring, which is hilarious. But again, that's what happens at the beginning. But still, you know, PJ at the five, I I, I love that. I, I think they could uh, the should continue to lean into that a little bit more. All right, I do want to talk to you guys about Locker Room. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans, and the app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders 
real time about your favorite team or your sport. Locker Room is the uh, perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. I'll be joining the app soon, so be sure to get started. And uh, me and Nada will meet you there. I'm signing you up too, Nada. I'm going to be your agent. I'm putting (laughs) you on there. Uh, Yep, that's what I'm doing. That is my responsibility. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, be NHL, whatever, whatever group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join all of you on the app as well. I'll be sure to let you know once the Locked On Hornets room is live. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. It's NBA trade discussion talk coming up next on a Locked On Hornets podcast. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another 100 meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M I R O.com. This is Locked On Hornets. You have gone to that in an after-school special show, <laughs> and you've gone to that in a shoe show with David Walker, the OG. Yes. I, you have gone back to the clerk's well for so many different references. It's quite impressive. Because clerk, here's the thing, though. Clerks, clerks 1 and Clerks 2 tell you everything you need to know about the service industry and, for the most part, about life. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food. So why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And you can go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You can go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Also, make sure you guys are checking out the Locked On Today podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today pod. Host Peter Bukowski, he updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. You can follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. All right, Nada. So I mentioned it a couple of times. Kevin Pelton, Zach Lowe, they talked about uh, the LaMelo ball injury and how it affects the Charlotte Hornets. Zach Lowe, in a piece that he wrote on ESPN.com, it's really Zach Lowe, colon, all that I'm hearing around the yeah. league. So pretty self-explanatory yeah, with, uh, the, you know, with the trade deadline coming up. 
He talks about the Indiana Pacers, and we've talked about Miles Turner before. Mm-hmm. That is a guy that is still being linked to the Charlotte Hornets. Here's what Zach Lowe writes. We know the Pacers almost traded Miles Turner to the Celtics. The Pacers are always pretty good, but they can't seem to reach a higher level with the Sabonis-Turner double center pairing. The Charlotte Hornets have strong interest in Turner, sources said, and between Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, and their future draft assets, plus Devontae Graham about to hit restricted free agency, they have what it takes to make a real offer. They need a center badly, and on the flip side, as a small market team, they figure to be very protective of their future first-round pick. There's a little bit more. LaMelo Ball's potentially season-ending wrist injury shouldn't change Charlotte's approach now when discussing any big man they might view as a longer-term solution. It might reduce their appetite for a one-season stopgap, given Ball's injury lowers their ceiling. Do the Hornets consider John uh, Collins a center? Maybe. Some teams do. Some don't. Collins has made real strides on defense, but there is skepticism he will ever be a backline anchor of a contender-level defense. So there's a lot to unpack here. Um, I want to go to the middle part first before we start to talk about Miles. I completely agree with that little paragraph that he has. LaMelo Ball's potentially season-ending wrist injury, it shouldn't change Charlotte's approach now in discussing any big man for a long-term solution. It should. He says it might. I think it should reduce their appetite for the one-season stopgap type of guy. So I agree with all of that. If he says might, I'm just going to substitute the word should in there, and I think that would be a perfect paragraph. Would you agree with that sentiment? Yeah, I Donna? kind of agree with that sentiment. The, the one thing I just – I keep coming back to this idea that um, if the only building blocks you should be adding are those that fit in with LaMelo, and Miles Turner fits, he'd be the perfect center. Now, granted – I do wonder how they're going to make that work. I do wonder how they're going to make it work in terms of assets, because obviously if that's going to be the case, then you're assuming Cody Zeller's out the door. And this is the one thing I do have a concern about is if you're going to make this deal, and I stress this, if you're going to make this deal, then I do have questions about, how this works because the gap but I, I like biz but the issue is the gap between Cody Zeller and Bismack Biombo as much as it, as it is if you bring Miles Turner and the massive gap that would be between Miles Miles Turner and Bismack Biombo like there can't be that big of a drop you see what i'm saying like mm-hmm. yeah and well, so <clears throat> I, I'm interested in, in trade talk here for sure. Here's the thing. I, I did an extra point on this that I'm going to be releasing uh, later on today. And Miles Turner continues to make the most sense of any any kind of name that carries any cachet whatsoever that's been linked to the Hornets via trade in a long time. You know, Andre Drummond has always been awful. Okay. Like that name constantly (laughs) is brought up. And I always think of Doug Branson, Doug Branson, rightfully so saying, get out of here, Andre Drummond. Mm -hmm. I always think about that. He's totally right. You know, Vucevic or or Vucevic, excuse me. Vucevic makes some sense, but 
in the end, I don't want to trade for a guy over 30 on that contract, even if it's not a bad one. Miles Turner makes way more sense because even defensively, you've got so many problems that Vucevic doesn't help. So even with Vucevic not having me completely roll my eyes, it still doesn't make a ton for me compared to what Miles Turner can bring. Russell Westbrook was a name with cachet that didn't make any sense. Uh, there's a lot of names out there. We can go through yeah. all of them. This is the one that is the name I want Mitch Kupchak to continue to fight for. And the other ones, if you just want to have that phone call and talk about what it would take, cool. But I want Mitch Kupchak to fight for Miles Turner. I'm starting to get on the train of wanting to trade for this guy because of all of the things I think we've talked about before. He's only 24 years old Mm -hmm. still, despite being in the league for a while now. He's got two more years left on his deal, and he's going to be making $18 million dollars Um, the next two seasons after this one is over. We know about his defense. He's one of the best defensive centers in the league, probably second to Rudy Gobert, but he's also more mobile out there on the perimeter than what Rudy Gobert is, just not the rim protector. And there's a decent gap there because Gobert is one of the best all time in that regard. So when we're talking about Miles Turner coming in, even, even if he's not Rudy Gobert, he still allows you to not have to pack everyone in the paint and just let everyone set franchise record threes in a game uh, against you. And offensively, he can hit from the outside. I, I love LaMelo running a pick and roll with Miles or a pick and pop with Miles. That makes a lot of sense. That gives LaMelo a lot of room to operate when your center can go out to the three-point line. I mean, my God, you're talking about P.J. If you can hold on to P.J. in this scenario, then P.J. at the four, Miles at the five, Gordon at the three, and then LaMelo paired with whoever in the backcourt. I mean, nada. That is space, that is baby. Space. I mean, that you've, is, got, you've got a lot of space to work with, and, and that, that, makes me, that makes me happy for when LaMelo no, does No, no, and it should, and I understand. And also, at the same time, don't look now, but the Pacers aren't looking so hot right now. Exactly. So if you're going to make a deal and – the only like that's the thing that also stops me is that if you're the Pacers, why are you doing this deal and helping another team that you're competing with for at least a playing spot, which we know matters out there because they them like us really aren't in the position to outwardly tank like like the Houston's of the world. I do wonder. Well, I do wonder. Does it help again? Why would you help them? If they're not, why would, why would they, why would you help them bury you? That's the only question I have. That's well, I I don't, I don't think, I don't think you're doing that, but let's, let's continue. We've, we're up against time. Let's continue to talk about that in the next segment. First, I do want to talk about built uh, bet online. AG it's the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA college basketball and the NHL, they're all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, promo code locked on. We've got one more segment to go. What kind of package would we send to Indiana in order to get Miles Turner? That's coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast today i want to talk about the hellscape that is technical diagramming right everybody's nodding their heads right now Uh uh-huh and there is a potential solution that i want to share there was one name that several people brought up 
I did some digging, and it's kind of nuts how much this program Miro has for developers. I have to share this. It could potentially be a game changer for you. So my favorite part about Miro is that half the work is already done. Like right now, typically we spend hours starting diagrams from scratch, right? Gathering information, you get buy-in from every team. Uh, you know, following up, that's a lot of work to do. But Miro has a full set of integrations with the tools you're probably already using. And they also offer open APIs and SDKs for custom solutions for all those niche diagramming use cases we have to do, right? So the end result is the same, but it doesn't take forever. It's a massive, massive time saver. I'm transforming basic flowcharts and network architectures, and it all lives in one place. So are you using Miro? Have you used it? I want to hear. This is Locked on Hornets. I do not like the MB2 nickname. That oh, it's bad. Lamello, come yeah. on, man. I mean, look, I, I love everything else about you, but the MB times two. How in the world do you not like Airbnb, but you like MB times two? I yeah. that's that's bad. We can't allow him to create, and that's the that's the, the reason the rule exists. You can't give yourself your nickname. You can't do no, that. Exactly. So, this is as I'm, bad as Kevin Durant wanted to call himself the servant. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Locked On NBA Draft Pod, scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. You can subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft. Real quickly, before we get to more trade discussion, Nada, you know, we got to get to Built Bar Madness beforehand, and we finally move on to a different matchup. By the way, we just got our new boxes yesterday, and Nada... I appreciate you for saving a life. <laughs> I didn't realize that those built bar boxes were in my mailbox and you texted me and you said that the raspberry cheesecake bar is straight fire. I believe you used yes. multiple eyes, maybe a few more. E's, Definitely a couple and you did all caps. Yeah, for sure. I rolled um, the R's on the, it was in the warranted. Text, yeah. Oh God, it was warranted. I went straight to the mailbox. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. I went to the mailbox after you texted me that. I went to it and I immediately chowed down. I also ate the churro puff bar, which we had yeah. talked about how we hadn't had it. That's gold too. It, these things are yeah. banging. They're just banging. We got a new matchup today. It's chocolate brownie chunk versus lemon almond cheesecake. Both are good yes. flavors. I'm a chocolate fiend, so I'm going to go chocolate brownie chunk because that's right up my alley. Are you going with the brownie chunk or the lemon? Wait, 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 wait. The chocolate brownie brownie chunk, like the one that that is that. No, you're thinking coconut okay. chocolate. You're you're thinking of the the coconut brownie chunk, I believe. But wait a minute, actually, honestly, Nada, we could have a typo. We could have a. I mean, we we really we might have a typo here because. Um, it does say chocolate brownie chunk. I do have my built bar madness uh, bracket saved to my favorite. So just let me go click on that. Think, really yeah, it is. It's, it's, a, it's typo. a typo. You're right. Nice call. Nice call for you. It's coconut brownie chunk and you already know what yes, it is. Exactly. Like, we're not going against that. No, we are going no. against that. Lemon almond cheesecake. Thanks for showing up. But now this is the Gonzaga of the, the boot. For real, for real. Unanimous decision. Yeah, you are Oklahoma Lemon Almond Cheesecake. You are the team that keeps it within 10, and we actually praise you for that. And then you get beat by 16, and then we talk about, hey, good job for them hanging with their opponent, and you lost by 16. 
lemon almond cheesecake is Oklahoma and coconut brownie chunk is Gonzaga. Um, I'm sorry. You just have to move on. Uh, we've been telling, we've been telling you about built bar and how great they are for a while now. Not only are they so delicious, but they're low sugar, they're high protein, high fiber. It's an amazing tasting protein bar. I really don't know how they do it. You need to go to builtbar.com or to bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember to use that promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your next order. I'm not kidding. This is a deal that is locked 15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. I know I'm not supposed to give anything away when you're when you are supposed to be doing a tease. I'm a radio professional. I understand this. I'm sorry. I'm throwing all ethics out the window. I mean, you you can come back to check who won the matchup. Yeah, you should already know. You should already know. I don't want to insult your intelligence. Like, I respect our listeners. I respect our friends. Like, you already know what it is. So, Coconut Brownie Brownie Chunk Chunk is something that you absolutely should be buying. Like, I I say that. I say that that with, like, they they pick... They pay me, but they don't pay me as much as they that they, enough to say that. Like you should be, yeah. If if they paid me in coconut brownie chunk, then that would be just fine with me. Um, maybe that was a little bit it a, was. bit much, but I do love that thing. All right, let's go with trade package. All right, I'm, I'm goodness gracious, <laughs> we're off the rails already. A product that we dive into that product like no other. All right, let's talk about the trade package. So, I mean. Zach Lowe is right. The Charlotte Hornets, more so now than they ever have in the years previously to this, they have some things to use in order to go after a name with some type of merit. I remember the Bradley Beal trade scenarios that we always had. Who could we put together next to a Kimball Walker? Mm -hmm. And... You know, it's been hilarious to see that Bradley Beal has constantly stayed in Washington and by his own accord, he wants to stay there. But the Hornets have never really had enough to offer to Washington to go get Bradley Beal. When you were discussing Miles in his rookie season, where he was probably outperforming expectations by a little bit, and Malik Monk was somewhat of this unknown commodity, even though he had disappointed the year previously, you could have given, you know, multiple first round picks and both of those guys, and you still couldn't have gotten it done. Now, when you're going after somebody clearly not as good as Bradley mm-hmm. Beal um, and, and Miles Turner, you don't have to give up the farm to go get Miles because now you've got a Miles Br- or to go get Miles Turner. Now you've got a Miles Bridges, a PJ Washington. You've got your future first round picks. You've got Devonte Graham, who has blossomed from a second uh, round pick into a, a a good rotation player in the mm-hmm. NBA. So you've got some things to work with. Here's what I would be willing to do because you got to give something up if you want to get something of value in return. I would get rid of a first round pick and it would have to be protected. I, I would be just fine doing that. And I would put Devonte Graham in that package as well. And I would try to go after a Miles Turner with that starting package and then we can negotiate. But that would be something that I think would be a fair offer to go try to get Miles Turner, a protected first round pick. Let's say, I don't know, I'd go top 10. Mm -hmm. Even if you wanted to go top eight, I'd be fine with that. And, uh, and then Devante as well, who's entering restricted free agency. And I don't know how you would negotiate with the prices, trying to match the salaries and whatnot. But, um, but that's what I would offer here. here, Here's the thing that I would have a real hard time giving up and you know what it is. I'd have a hard time giving up PJ. I would love to have PJ Washington and miles play on the court at the same time. And if you're, I I don't want to give up PJ, not i I'm not going to call him untouchable. He's not that, 
but I'm doing everything I can to avoid including PJ Washington in this deal. Like, here's the question I just like I don't want to give up PJ or Miles. Like, that's where I'm at with this. Because here's and and I guess this is where like me and you differ. If the price is PJ or Miles, and we know that basically the Turner Sabonis pairing isn't sustainable, especially if you're getting waxed by Milwaukee like last night in a very embarrassing fashion. If that's not sustainable, yo, I'm not giving up either one. Like you take Cody Zeller, you take the expiring contract, which is worth more to you anyway. Right. Take Devontae Graham, and we'll give you a 2022 first. Yeah, no, and, and Cody's the guy that matches the salary here, and I, th- I think that makes sense. I think you go Cody, Devontae, a protected first, and then you can get back Miles and, yeah. you know, maybe somebody else. Uh, you know, I, I wonder I wonder what they would get from an Aaron Holiday because Zach Lowe also writes about their former first-round pick, and he writes that Aaron Holiday has kind of fallen out of the rotation for the Indiana Pacers, which, by the way, would make Devontae Graham all the more valuable yeah. to them. And they wouldn't have to bring back a TJ McConnell if they don't want to. Um, and, and because you would get Devontae, who's better than both of those guys. And so, uh, yeah, this is what Zach Lowe writes. He's fallen out of the Pacers rotation a year ago. The Pacers could have likely received a first round pick in return for Holiday. Rivals are intrigued by his physical prowess and toughness, but I'd wager against Indiana and having a first rounder for him now. Yeah, I, I don't think they'd get a first rounder for Aaron Holiday. And so I don't know what kind of exchange you could have there. Um, but th- this is, uh, Devante makes the most yeah. sense to, to include in a trade to send there. And real quickly before we end today's show, it's why this, the last, what, uh, 40 or the last, yeah, 40% of the season, it means a lot for Devante Graham, whether you can use him in, tr- in a trade, if you don't get something done by the deadline, could you use him in a trade afterwards with free agency or, or just whatever yeah. you're doing, right? Like, it, it, you know, I I, I just – the last 40% means a ton for Devontae Graham. It, it does. And, the, you know, the other thing, though, that like – and I guess this is my thing, it, just to just put a bow on everything with the Miles Turner thing. Like, if Miles Turner – the price for Miles Turner is too much. Honestly, do you know where I'm going? I'm going to Sacramento. Well, yeah, well, and and I'm glad you bring that up because Rashawn Holmes has been everybody's favorite player here in Charlotte now, and I know you were talking about it a lot. I was on it before a whole lot of other people were. <laughs> no, no, look, it, it's 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 a guy that's always made sense, and I feel like I hear his name constantly now. And you know, even they were talking about this on the Low Post podcast with Kevin Pelton, and so they were both discussing, yeah, if you're Sacramento and you've got Rashawn Holmes, who's like 27, 28 years old. You can still have good years of basketball from him for the next four or five years is what Zach was talking about. What would it take to get a Rashawn Holmes away from Sacramento? It's not going to be a couple of second round picks and some reclamation project. I I think Kevin was discussing if you're Sacramento, the only way that you would get rid of him is a first. And of course, it's protected, but it's going to take a first rounder to go get him. Not are you willing to send a first rounder to go get oh, Rashawn no. Holmes? Because no, I, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I'm not either. But I, I think the price has been driven up on him now. Like the secret's out on Rashawn. Maybe you could have done this a while back, but I don't think you can do that anymore to try to get him on the no, real cheap. Uh, like here's the thing: the at least with Miles Turner, they have him locked up. With Sacramento, like 
he's not Rashawn Holmes isn't a restrictive free agent. Like either you take what we give you or like we'll just steal him from you in the offseason. I think that's where I'm at. Like you, you mm-hmm. give up again, take biz, maybe even no, again, Devontae doesn't mean much, but take biz, a Martin twin, and maybe a 2023 first. Like give him a first where it doesn't matter and protect it. Like I'm not against that. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd, because, well, the first is the thing that's going to have to hold value because what are the Kings doing with biz? You know, they're, it's, it's, it's an expiring it's contract at best. They would, well, yeah. And it's all, but it's also, you know, not much money anyway. And then if you're talking about a Martin twin, they're get Yeah. Like I, it would have to be, it, it, the, I think the point being is that you're going to have to give up something of value. You can't get him on the cheap anymore. And so we'll see what the Charlotte Hornets did uh, decide to do uh, with the trade line approaching and with Rick Bennell's tweet that the Hornets and Mitch Kupchak, they're calling for centers trying to find who could be that guy for this franchise and uh, miles turner somebody they're very interested in we'll see exactly how, how all of that unfolds that'll do it for the lockdown hornets podcast thanks again for joining us we always appreciate your support also thanks to built bar and locker room for supporting the podcast now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of lockdown nba or any show on the lockdown podcast network have a great day we'll be back with you tomorrow Jake Knapp is the inventor of the design sprint and the New York Times bestselling author of the book Sprint. He's also the co-founder of Character, a venture fund for early stage startups. How and why did you start using Miro? I came from this position of thinking, I don't want to be doing stuff online to thinking now when I do a sprint in person with a company, it's like, we're going to use Miro, even though we're all in the same room, because that's a better way for us to get this work done. As an investor, we're basically investing in their ability to solve problems. We're saying, we think this group of people is going to be able to solve a problem in a really great way and create value by doing it. And actually, you need to give people the tools that can help them make decisions, help them collaborate, help them visualize and see things in a different way. And Miro does all those things. So to me, at least as an investor, I'm thinking, give the team the tools that are going to help them think, that are going to make the most, brighten their their skills as smart folks. And Miro is at the top of that list. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.